Hello, I'm Father John McLaughlin, and I'm the pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Bluffton, Ohio. Today is Wednesday of the third week of Ordinary Time. From time to time, we all bump into the truth about ourselves that there is a gap between what we say and what we do, a gap between what we profess to be and how we actually behave. Often we notice this inconsistency more easily in others than actually seeing it within ourselves. One of life's greatest disappointments is to encounter people who promise us everything without holding themselves accountable for what they say. Their word or their promise is worthless. But at times, our words or promise are no bargain either, as we tell half-truths or we lie or we decorate the truth in so many disguises that it becomes unrecognizable. In sharp contrast to the fragility and the inconsistency of the human word, God's word is always truthful and effective. For God to speak is the same thing as for God to do. For God to promise is the same as for God to fulfill. God's word creates what it says and things do happen. God's word is always powerful, truthful, and effective. God offers his word to us but for God's word to be most effective in our lives depends on how we receive it, accept it, and respond to it. This point is emphasized in today's gospel passage, the parable of the sower and the seed. Jesus' intent in telling this parable was to encourage his followers to prepare their hearts well so that they could become good soil and bear abundant fruit. In this parable of the sower and the seed, Jesus emphasized four kinds of soil that symbolized the four kinds of people and how they heard and received God's word. The hard path people had no interest in hearing or trying to understand God's word. The rocky ground people heard God's word and were interested and enthusiastic for a short while, but slowly they drifted away from God and, and as, as his word did not take root in their heart. When trials, challenges, and difficulties came into their lives, they gave up on God. The thorny people were interested for a while, but worldly distractions lured them away from God and his word. It was only the good, rich soil people who truly heard God's word, reflected upon it, took it to heart, and it made it their own and thus they flourished. The end result was that they were able to yield good fruit through their persistence and perseverance. These four kinds of soil people still exist today in our church and in our world. What kind of soil are you? What kind of soil am I? I'm sure we all want to be good soil that bears abundant fruit. In order for seed to bear the greatest yield, a farmer has to do lots of preparation work. He prepares the soil, digs up the rocks, removes brambles, turns over the soil, and supplies it with nutrients. In the same way, we can compare the soil of our heart so that it's more receptive to hear God's word. How, may you, you may ask? Well, first of all, we can ask the Holy Spirit to help us to uncover the rocks and brambles that clutter up our lives preventing us from becoming the best person we can be. 
We can ask the Spirit's help in dealing with those sins and vices in our life that are preventing us from loving our God and hindering our spiritual growth. We can try and spend more quiet time in prayer, reading and reflecting upon God's scriptures. And we can ask the Lord to nourish us and direct our hearts towards him. The seed of God's word is still scattered among us today as God speaks to us on a daily basis. God hopes and desires that we will listen to his word, that we will welcome his word into our hearts and make it part of our lives. How would you describe your response to listening to God's word? Do you embrace it and let it take root in your heart? Or do you merely hear it and then smother it with your own concerns? Imagine the abundant harvest of love and good works that you'll be able to share with others when you truly open your heart to God's word and make it the center of your life. God bless you.